You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, a weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church, where we take what we talked about on Sunday a step further. My name is Andy Lynch. I'm your host for today. On Sunday, we talked about how God gives good gifts. In that, we looked at how God the Father gave His Son, Jesus, and how the two communicated while Jesus was on earth through prayer. One passage that correlates with both the ideas of prayer and God giving good gifts is found in Luke's Gospel. I'm going to read through it first, and then we'll go through it together. I love how God ties things together that we never intended on our own. He connects all the dots. The 11th chapter of Luke is about prayer, but the only text I was giving preparing for Sunday's messages was John 3, 16 and 17, two verses that talk nothing about prayer. Your prayer kept popping up Sunday and does here again today. Maybe God's trying to tell us something. Prayer is essential to understanding how Jesus, the son God gave us, that John 3.16 mentions, can be a savior that John 3.17 talks about. Over and over again in the New Testament, Jesus says he does all the things the Father tells him. Look at John 12.49 when Jesus says, For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. That's just one example from Scripture. We see Jesus speak, and we know it's from the Father. When we see Jesus act, he's acting as the Father acts. And when he teaches us about prayer, that's something we should perk up our ears and listen to closely. So Luke 11, it's a father giving good gifts, intersecting with prayer. The chapter begins with Jesus praying and his disciples asking him to teach them to pray. So he gives us the Lord's Prayer. We know that a little bit. If we've been around church at all or been on a basketball team that we pray up before, we go out of the locker room to start the game. Then Jesus tells two stories to drive home the point of prayer. He says in verse 5, Suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. That's a huge no-no. Back in that time, you want to be hospitable to everyone, especially a friend who's been on a long journey. Verse 7 says, suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door's already locked. My children are in bed. So am I. I can't get up and give you anything. You have to understand, back then, a lot of times everyone slept in the main room right there by the door in the first room. they do it for heat. they do it because they didn't have a lot of space to live. And they would sometimes, if they had a big family, they'd close the door, and then that last person would sleep right by the door as the latch was closed. And so, literally, you would have to wake up whoever was sleeping by the door to get that door open, and who knows, temperatures from outside, you'd wake the whole family up. This isn't what I want. Don't bother me. The door's locked. My children and I are in bed. Don't you know better than to to do this to a friend, to a neighbor? Verse 8, Jesus says, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he'll surely get up and give you as much as you need. What is Jesus saying about prayer? Is he saying we just got to badger God enough and he'll give us what we want? Let's keep reading. Verse 9 says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, 
and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. He continues on, verse 11, with another story. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? That seems like a strange story to follow up the neighbor who's banging on the door trying to wake you up for a few loaves of bread. This is a fascinating timeline for events. The whole conversation is really interesting. The chapter started with the disciples asking Jesus a simple question, how do you pray? Jesus gives them a very clear, concise prayer. Then he goes into the heart of prayer, asking for something you need that will help others. These visitors in the night. Then Jesus asks, says, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. This is a good time to say he doesn't mean ask for a Lamborghini or a vacation home on the beach in Tahiti, and it will be given to you. That's not what Jesus means. He knows his disciples' hearts. He knows they want to please God. He knows that as they're spending time with Jesus, they're becoming more like Jesus. They're becoming more like the Father because the Father is in Jesus and Jesus in the Father. And so the things they ask for are what the Father wants. And what does the Father want? Well, we learned that in the Lord's Prayer just a few verses earlier, didn't we? Father, He wants us to address Him as Father. Hallowed be Your name. He wants his name, the name of God, to be set apart and revered. Your kingdom come. He wants the kingdom to come to earth as it is in heaven. Verse 3, give us each day our daily bread. God wants to provide our daily needs. Bread, maybe fish. He wants to be a good father to us. Verse 4, forgive us our sins. God wants to forgive our sins. That's why he sent Jesus. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us. He wants to be like our Father and forgive others. He wants us to do that, not just Him. And lead us not into temptation. He wants to lead us on a good path, because He is a good Father. And then He closes the section by showing just what a good Father does and what a good Father is. Verse 11 of Luke 11. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, We'll give him a snake instead. Our reaction should be, of course not. Why would I ever do that? If he wants a fish, he's hungry. Why would I give him a snake? And then Jesus clarifies again. Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. Who would do that? Something poisonous over something healthy. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. We're becoming more like our father and we're changing. St. Therese of Lisieux talked about the lifestyle change we exhibit as we become more like our father. She said, God gives me whatever I want because I want whatever he gives. Isn't that a great way to put it? Our father gives good gifts and as we grow in him, we begin to give good gifts too. We ask for things that are on his heart. We live the way he wants us to live because we are our father's children. Mm-hmm.